Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Fly Like an Eagle podcast. I'm here with my boy, Joe Zomp. Uh, season comes to an end for the Philadelphia Eagles in week 17. I'm shocked we came this long. Our team is absolutely abysmal, and it came to the hands and the demise of the Dallas Cowboys. 37 to 17. Once again, we go into Arlington, and we lose by double digit. Oh, actually, more than 20 points. And it's just not pretty. We need something needs to happen to this franchise, whether it gets blown up or not. But you know what? I'm going to bring my boy Zomp in. I want him to tell each and every one of you what he saw during this game because I saw everything different because me and him were talking back in uh, the group chat. And um, it's <laughs> Zomp, just, just talk. All right. So, first of all, I hope, uh, wish everybody had a Merry Christmas and everybody's healthy. Well, listen. As you can see, I am very happy because I know what this what it takes for this team. And let me tell you something. This team needed to lose this game. When we were up 14-3, you could even ask my wife. I was devastated. I was a little excited seeing Deshaun Jackson and the, and the bomb or whatever. But listen, because it's been so long. But listen, it would have been a travesty. And I know a lot of people are going to say, what kind of fan are you to, to, uh, to want to lose? It's not about wanting to lose. It's about what's best for this team. If this team would have made a run and would have won the division, we go from like the sixth, seventh pick all the way down to like the 27th pick. That's number one. Number two, and we have a harder schedule next year. This team lacks talent on offense and defense side of the ball. This team is old. This team is broken. We don't know who's the quarterback. We don't know anything. We don't know if Doug Peterson's going to come back. We don't know anything. The best thing to do is accumulate picks, try to resurface yourself, try to get back on track. But at the end of the day, It was a win today for the Philadelphia Eagles. And I don't care, Seth Joyner, Ike Reese, the radio, or whatever. This team, if they would have won, it would have been a disaster. Mm -hmm. So anyway, going back to the game, I thought the first half, the first quarter, actually, you know, we we looked explosive. We were playing playing very well. The defense was shit. Let's start with the defense. The defense was shit from beginning to end. Uh, Jim Schwartz, I think he did everything he could, to be honest with you. We have no cornerbacks. Darius Slay, yeah, he made one big play, but besides that, he was toast. Uh, Michael Jaquay, he's a practice squad player. He was getting roasted by Michael Gallup. He was getting roasted by the entire offense. Gave up like 200 yards. What do you expect from a practice squad player? Yeah, last week he played well, but it's a week-to-week league. Second of all, I think Jim Schwartz, he waited way too – not that it would have made a difference, but it would have, he just waited way too long to put Jalen Mills at corner. Jalen Mills is one of the worst cornerbacks in the league, but he's better than Michael Jaquay. Um, and he waited till maybe like midway in the second half to do that. He changed Michael Jaquay to, to cover fucking Amari Cooper because he was getting killed by Michael Gallup. But listen, 
Uh, offensively, I thought the first half, I thought Doug Peterson ran the ball well. I think he was a little bit too much running. But uh, all in all, I thought Jalen Hurts played well. Second half, everything was abysmal. I thought the offensive line accumulating with the penalties was abysmal. Penalty, 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 penalty. I thought that Dallas just had a huge lead and Jalen Hurts was pressing. Now, that doesn't, that doesn't take away that Jalen Hurts uh, made a couple of bad decisions, a couple of bad picks, uh, the fumbles. Everything was an issue. Oh! Yep, he's here. What's up, Zach? Keep talking, Zach. So I thought, you know, uh, for most of the part, do I think Jalen Mills was abysmal today? No, I thought he did okay in the first half, and the second half was bad. But I also think it was more because uh, when Fletcher Cox came out and we were down big that he was pressing. I'm not protecting Jalen Hurts by any means. But you also have to understand, like I've been saying, and I know you're going to hate me for this. I don't think Jalen Rager is any good. I think this guy stinks. I think it was a pit. It was a, it was a reach. I think that we, we made a bad decision. This guy it told me everything I needed to know about this guy because at the, end of the play, at the end of the first half, we had about five blockers in front of him. The man got tackled by the first, by shoestring tackle. The man has no vision. He does not have elite speed. I see it every single week. This man stinks. Jalen Rager is stinks. And we need elite talent on this offense. Uh, I don't know anything about the quarterback situation. Is it going to be Jalen Hurts? Is it going to be Wentz? I think you go into a quarterback battle, I think, into next year, and you see what you got to do. But all in all, I think from top to bottom, this team stinks. And the best thing to happen for us today was to lose the game, and that's precisely what we got. All right. Well, welcome to the show, Zach Harris. And uh, actually, I can't disagree with anything that Zomp really said. You know, Jalen Rager, I loved the pick at first. Uh, I got his jersey. He was my guy. I wanted him over a lot of the wide receivers in the draft besides C.D. Lamb. The guy the last couple of weeks have showed, has shown me absolutely nothing. I'm being completely honest with you. And there was this one play in particular at the beginning of the game where if he turns his head at the right moment, he has a touchdown. You know, and Jalen Hurts put it right on the money. As much as I criticized Jalen Hurts in my last video I made before coming onto the show, Jalen Hurts played well enough to put points on the board for this team to be in position to win at the beginning of the game. The defense was absolutely atrocious. I understand that, but Jalen Rager, like, he's just shown me nothing the last couple of weeks. Like, absolutely nothing. And I admit when I'm wrong. People say you never admit when you're wrong. I admit when I'm wrong when I finally realize I'm wrong. You know, and Jalen Rager right now is showing me nothing to the point to where I really want to take the jersey and just try to send it back. You know what I'm saying? And I never like saying that because I like I like players to do well. I like players to develop. But Jalen Rager just looks lost. He looks like he doesn't belong on the field. That one play that Deshaun Jackson had, even though he disappeared, the one play that Deshaun Jackson had, I've seen more out of that than I saw Rager combined. You know, and that's that's bad. You know, so. I don't know. I, I, you know how much I hate. I love. I hate disagreeing. Uh, agreeing with Zomp. You know how much I hate it, but I might have to agree with him on this one. It sucks. It sucks. But it is what it is. Until Reger shows me that he could be an NFL caliber player, I tend to agree with Zomp here. I really do because I'm sick of hearing the text messages in the group chat every single week saying, "Oh, you love Dragon. <laughs> he's so great, isn't he?" I'm like, I'm sick of hearing it, and he's right. He's right. So. It is what it is at this point, but Mr. Harris, how are you doing tonight? Good Zach Harris, guys. baby. What's up? Um, I figured maybe we can start off with a little bit of a joke. So uh, we're going to get a high draft pick, and it's Jamar Chase season or 
Devontae Smith season. And I said Jamar Chase because I like his body type. I think he's going to adapt to the physicality of the NFL. But I'm kind of thinking maybe we should get Devontae Smith because anybody that watched that SEC title game saw that interception and Devontae Smith make that great tackle as a wide receiver. So maybe we need that because when Carson or Jalen's throwing wide uh, wide open interceptions, we need a guy that's going to be able to make tackles and Devontae Smith can lay out some defensive backs. That's just my joke. So I apologize, Kai. Um, yeah, this game was exactly what I was afraid of, that Jalen Hurts was going to come in and do good for the first couple of games and and where you're just going to have a shitter. And it wasn't on Jalen. It, it strictly wasn't on Jalen. It's the whole damn team. I don't and know that's that. what I've been trying to tell you guys because it seems like we're having a issue where you have a big cut that needs stitches and we slap a Band-Aid on it. So Jalen Hurts is the Band-Aid and he can only cover up so much until you realize, all right, we need stitches to fix this issue. That's exactly what the Philadelphia Eagles are. We need to go into offseason. We need to fix the stitches. That's what we need. We need to get stitches and fix this team up the right way, whether it's Jalen Hurts, whether it's Carson Wentz. There's issues way bigger than what the quarterback's going to be, and I think this game showed that exactly. See, Zach, here's my problem, though. When Jalen Hurts put up those points in the beginning of the game, he did exactly what he did in the Saints and Arizona game. He put up points, and they had the lead at some point in the game. All right, 14-3, to three, you're expecting the team to have a blowout win because the Dallas Cowboys really aren't that good. So when I expect him and when I want to see him come back when we're down double dig digits, he has one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen. Then he fumbles the ball. I don't care what anybody says. They could say it was a bad call. I knew that was going to stand because the ball was spinning. He fumbles the ball, throws an interception, and then throws another interception. So everything that I've seen out of Jalen Hurts, I predicted. I said that this guy in big pressure situations may not get it done. Has he looked good? Sure, he's looked okay. But in Alabama during the national title game, he got benched for Tua, and Tua looks like shit right now. So he got benched for Tua, and you ask him to come back from 10 down, and he couldn't get it done. Now, I'm not saying that he was the biggest problem. But I'm definitely – I'm not giving him a mulligan. I'm not giving him an out because he definitely was in position to at least score at least multiple times and they didn't get it done. And there were players that were wide open, believe it or not. I, I'll mm -hmm. watch the film. I'll go down with it. Um, Jalen Hurts to me, I know people like to jump the gun on a lot of things, especially Zomp on this one. Jalen Hurts ain't the guy for the future. I'm sorry he's not. I saw exactly what I saw out of Jalen Hurts today to where I would not want him to be the franchise quarterback going forward. And to be honest with you, as much as it really hurts me, I would stick with Wentz. I, I truly would. I What I saw out of Hurts at the end of the game today scared the shit out of me. And I'm that's not a guy that I would put my franchises in the palm of their hands with. I just wouldn't. I'm sorry if you guys disagree with that. But I, I didn't like what I saw. Listen, I think I think a lot of people are jumping the gun, including myself or whatever. We all get excited, but this is the truth. From top to bottom, and I say it every single fucking week, this team is not good. Even if Jalen Hurts would have put up 27 points, that should be good enough to beat this lousy Dallas team without Kyle, uh, Kyle Van Der Es and all these guys that they were missing today, especially in the, in the middle. Listen, Jalen Hurts is 22 years old. He stepped in. He showed flashes of very good, and today we saw the bad. But I'm not blaming. I think he's very low on the list of blaming him because we were down so much that you're pressing now. After we saw Deshaun Jackson make that move, 
uh, that uh, that play. We didn't see him. Alshon Jeffrey was irrelevant. Greg Ward was irrelevant. I don't know. All of a sudden now we were getting shut down. The offensive line, penalties, 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 penalties. Big play happens, penalty, penalty, penalty. Jalen Hurts did whatever he could. This team lacks explosiveness, lacks elite talent, lacks a dog. We say it every single week, or at least I say it every week. We need a dog on this team, offensively and defensively. Cox coming out of the game didn't help. But who were we, who were we missing? Duke Riley, not that big of a deal. Uh, Rodney McLeod, okay, he's played well. You insert the guys that we were missing, we still bet on defense. That goes to show you that this defense is bad. Jim Schwartz, I think it's time to go. Even if we were healthy, I believe we still give up 20-something points. Andy Dalton is one of the worst fucking quarterbacks in the league. He mm-hmm. had about 400 yards. He had 300 yards, two, three touchdowns in the first half. Granted, yes, we were injured. Granted that we have Michael Jaquay, who's a practice squad player. But at the end of the day, Jalen Hurts, offensive line, there's so many problems with this team. And the fact that there were teams, uh, uh, fans, and, and people, we got to win the division because it gives Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts did not win anything. He did not win any starting job. Carson Wentz has not been traded yet. We don't know what's going on. This is a, 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 an eye-opener today. You know what I'm saying? Now, do I think we win if Wentz played today? No. But you have to make a decision in the offseason. That's the number one thing. Is Doug Peterson coming back? Can him and Wentz coexist? We know him and Jalen Hurts could coexist. There's so many questions. But like I said, the best thing that happened today was getting eliminated and losing and making those other three degenerate teams battle, ba- battle it out and fucking win the division. Let the Giant fans and Dallas fans, oh, we're going to win. They're going to get bounced. They're not winning any Super Bowl. It's an atrocious division. The best thing was to lose. Mm-hmm. And we need change. That's my opinion. No, I agree with everything you just said. The only thing that put a dagger in my heart today is the way that we lost. You know, it's one thing to have high hopes like this team does to us every single year. You know, but when you're up 11 points to the Dallas Cowboys, one of your hated, most hated rivals of all time, and then all of a sudden it's fools gold and you end up losing the game by 20 points, it, it's, it kind of stings a little bit. I'm oh, not, absolutely. I'm not going to lie to you. And it's like, especially because Carolina just kicked the absolute dog shit out of Washington. You know, it's like an easy, easy path to the playoffs. And all of a sudden we just get housed. It's like the team quit when they saw that Carolina won. It's like they quit, you know, and that's just what I hate seeing on my franchise. Now, someone asked me a question before this all started. What would I do? What would I do? Would I retool or would I rebuild? Um, I would rebuild. <laughs> now you rebuild. I, 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 ago, I told you rebuild, you fuck. I'm, I'm rebuilding. You want to know why? Because we don't have any linebackers. Linebacker is key to this team. I'm sorry. Everyone could say you should put so much pressure on the defensive line. I'm so sick and tired of that. We need linebackers on this team. And if it means us getting Mika Parsons, I'd go for it. I don't like P- I don't like Penn State. I hate, I hate everything about Penn State. But he's the one guy I would draft. I truly would. And I would put a linebacker, big, beefy motherfucker in the middle. I would just, I would just secure that spot. You know, and then if we could trade Jalen Hurts for a top 15 pick, just package that with something, maybe move us up, do something, you know. But I would, I would we need to rebuild. I don't, know, I don't know about the defense with the first pick. You got to look at the offensive side of the ball. The offensive side of the ball is really bad. Whatever, whoever the quarterback is, who's the go to guy? Who is the go to guy? We have nobody. We have nobody. Greg Ward. Don't get into that conversation. I don't want to hear that. 
Yeah, but it's just we don't have anybody, Zach. And that's why I'm saying I understand this guy. I don't watch college. Mika Parsons a beast. Okay, what is that going exactly. to fix? What is that going to fix? It's not going to fix anything. You need to score points in this league. It fixes something we could never, ever shoe up in the past. I understand, but we haven't had a wide receiver since Terrell Owens. We haven't had anything like that. And unless you build a team like we had in the Super Bowl, we had everything. Offensive line, running backs, coach, play calling, quarterback. We had everything. You need a go-to guy. This is why Dallas, all they got to do is fix up the defense. That's all they got to do. And, and, it's a, and it's a slight fix. You have everybody healthy on, on defense. They score 30 points a game. We average, what, 17 points a game if we're lucky? You need to score in this league. San Francisco in the Super Bowl held Kansas City all game long. And they came right back. And they came right they need. We need to score. It's not a defensive side of the ball anymore. You need to score. We have nobody on offense. You could put Wentz. You could put Hurts. Anybody in there. We need. And, and it's just too much. Offense is really bad from top to bottom. It really is. And I'll even stick Miles Sanders in there. You guys are, are hovering over guys saying he's a lead after two bro broken plays uh, four weeks in consecutive. The guy, the guy is not even close to an elite running back. He's not. You know, he, he breaks off an 80-yard run maybe twice a year. And it's stat pads of stats. All right, other than those 80-yard runs, what does he really do? What does he do? Who are you talking about, he Sanders? Do shit. Sanders? Miles Sanders. He doesn't do anything. Sanders. He can't catch the ball out of the backfield. He fumbles the ball. Like, I, I don't know what people see in this guy because he's from Penn State. I don't think about that. I don't think that. I think he's a good back. It's just, is he a stud like I was saying? No, no but I think he's a good back. I think he's a good back. No, we, we need a complimentary to Miles Sanders. We can't just have him carrying the load. We can't. It's just, it's impossible. But Zach, let's say, I'm sorry, uh, Kyle. Zach, let's say the draft started tomorrow. We have the seventh pick. Jamar Chase is there. That's the pick you would make? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So it's a no-brainer. Okay. Or Devon, or Devonte Smith. I take Devonte Smith too. Yeah. But Zach, Those are the top two picks right there for wide yes. receivers. So Zach, you're watching the game, obviously, and uh, what what was your biggest takeaway from this? Like, what was the most depressing thing you've seen, and and ultimately, what does this team have to do next year to get in the position to be a Super Bowl contender? Get healthy. One hundred percent. Get healthy. That's <laughs> that's the number one key because. This offensive line is atrocious. But the good news is, with all these guys that shouldn't have been playing this much, they got experience. So next year, they're going to be viable backups. And we're going to get Brandon Books back. We're going to get Lane Johnson back. Jordan Malata is going to be fighting for the left tackle spot. Then you got Andre Dillard, who can be a swing tackle at the backup position. You know, So all these backups are going to have viable experience, which is going to come in handy if you know, Malata misses some time or Brandon Brooks misses some time or Lane Johnson misses some time. So that's the only good thing that I really seen come out of this year. But other than that, like, just get healthy. That's what we need 100% get healthy. Rodney McLeod was a huge miss when he went down. Obviously, you saw it with Fletcher Cox. We got outscored 27-3 to or whatever it was without Fletcher Cox. Part of that on the offense, part of it on the defense. But it's just... We need to be healthy. If it's kale milkshakes we need to bring back, let's bring back some kale milkshakes. Yeah. The sports science bullshit of uh, Chip, Chip Kelly worked when Chip Kelly was here, so bring it back. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about Doug Peterson. Uh, I've seen, you know, listen, I know when you're, you know, when a coach is desperate or whatnot, but there were some brutal, brutal play calls and, and situational calls. Let, and I know you guys know what I'm going with. Fourth and 15, there's 
11 minutes, I believe, 10 minutes left. You're down by 10, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken. Mm. Fourth and 15, you are in field goal range. And Jake Elliott nailed the field goal before. Nailed it. So I don't want to hear that Jake Elliott was hurt or he doesn't have confidence or whatever. You're down by 10 on the road. Uh, Field goal where he could make. And fourth and 15, and you go with a check down to Zach Ertz for like, Seven yards. See, but that's the problem. I, I hate to cut you off, but that's the problem right there. Was it a bad play call? Maybe. All right. But Jalen Hurts had other options, and he went. He did something with that Carson Wentz did earlier in the year. Carson Wentz went for the safe option, and that's exactly what J- Jalen Hurts did. He went to Zach Ertz when we needed 15 yards, and and he only threw for 10. You know, you need a quarterback that throws it downfield. You, you need you need to win the ball game. But Kyle, as a coach, safe. As a coach, as a coach, you're putting your players in, the, in, in a bad position. Kick the field goal. It's down down by yeah, seven. Then. I know. Yeah. So so and, and let's be honest. Uh, Doug Peterson should be on the hot seat, and I know he's going to come back. And he's I, gonna no, say, oh, I, think, well. I think I think he's going to get fired. I hope. Actually, I hope and I pray. Think I think I've been will. saying this. I don't care about him winning the Super Bowl. We all know that that Super Bowl had a lot to do with everything. It wasn't just Foles. It wasn't just Doug Peterson. It wasn't just Frank Wright. Doug Peterson is an average to below coach every single year. Nine wins, nine wins, nine wins, nine wins, nine wins. The division is so bad. That's why we went to the fucking playoffs back to back. Okay? This division, if it was normal, we wouldn't be making the playoffs every single year like we did with him. 2016 rookie year. Okay, 2017 all right. Doug Peterson is not a good coach. I'm tired of the over-aggressive. There's a time to be aggressive. It's too much. It's too much. He is not good at scheming players open. I want Doug Peterson gone. I want Jim Schwartz gone. I want new blood in here. I want new ideas. First decision you have to make is, is Doug Peterson coming back? If Doug Peterson comes back, who's going to be the guy and you go from there? In my opinion, somebody's got to go. If Doug Peterson is gone and Jim Schwartz stays, I'll take it. If Jim Schwartz is gone and Doug Peterson stays, I'll take it. Why? One of them has to go. Well, One but, of them has to go. It's a big difference. To me, Jim Schwartz is the, is the least of the problems. Jim yeah. Schwartz, I understand that he had injuries. I understand that. It's just the biggest game of our lives. He gave up 500 yards and 33 points. We are it's lucky to win work the Super with. Bowl. He has nobody to work with. I understand. Now, now, I'm saying even with the Super Bowl, we had your linebacker. We had uh, Brady. I understand that. But the biggest game of your life, 500 yards, 33 points, you should lose that game. Jim Schwartz is not a good coordinator. I understand if you want to say he's the least, it's the players. I understand the players are old. The players stink. But Jim Schwartz, these off coverage, every single cornerback that comes. Now we finally got Slay. He's playing 10, 15 yards off. This guy comes 10 yards, 15 yards. It's got to be his scheme. I have never seen this ever. All different players that come here, 10, 15 yards off the ball, 10 yards, 15 off the ball. Jim Schwartz took him three quarters to take away Michael Jacquet and put in Mills at cornerback. He should have done it after the two bombs that he got killed by. It's a practice squad player. The players stink. There's no doubt about it. But as a coach, do something. He has nothing. And let's be honest. He only picks the players that he liked in Detroit or he liked when he was a coach or the defensive coordinator. You, I, I don't understand it. Jim Schwartz is not good. Everybody, I think we should start from the bottom up. That's my opinion. I've been saying it. We need a rebuild, not a retool. This team is old. You got to get rid of everybody. Trade Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz has checked out. You are right about that. Zach Ertz 
has checked out. Get whatever you can. Send him to Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers would love Zach Ertz. Get him out of here. Send him to fucking Seattle. Get him out of here. Get picks. Accumulate picks. Yeah. But but this is another thing I'll bring up. Accumulate picks, but who's our GM next year? That's another reason. That's yeah. another reason. But if you have all these top picks, like you said, and like Zach said, it's really hard to fuck up a pick yeah. when yeah. you have a top 10, top 15 pick. When you have one of those elite towns, they fall in your lap. So yeah. I agree with you. It's Harry Roseman. But at the end of the day, I think Harry Roseman now knows that he's under fire. Knows that, okay, this is my last chance. What I got to do? You got all these picks. You got ammunition with Carson Wentz and, and, and Jalen Hurts. If you decide to trade one of them, especially if you try to trade Hurts, people like the potential. He's a good kid, good quarterback, blah, 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 blah. You got to reestablish yourself. You need elite players, talent on these teams, whatever it is. But it's old. It's broken. You need to move on. Doug Peterson, I think he's going to stay. But if it's me, adios. This guy has been nine win te- nine win coach or less every single year except for Super Bowl year. Yeah, it's like the honeymoon is just an over. It's it just never ends. You know, the honeymoon is supposed to be a one one time thing, and it just it goes to show you that the Philadelphia Eagles have never experienced winning before, and that's a shame because once they won, it's like they didn't even care anymore until Nick Foles came back in, and then they started playing for him. All right, until. Jalen Hurts comes in because no one wants to play with Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz leaves the defense out there to dry 38 minutes a game. And then when Jalen Hurts comes in and does something with an offense, the defense plays up because they're getting more time to rest. You know, this is something that you have to look into. All right. You have to look into your franchise quarterback. You have to look and see and weigh your options. Who is the better guy coming back next year? Now, Carson Wentz has that big dead cap hit. I understand that. People love Carson Wentz. I completely get it. All right. Especially because he set us up for that Super Bowl run. But you have to weigh your options here. Which guy is going to give you the best success down the road? For the next 10 to 15 years, who is the guy? Because we need to figure this out. We need to figure it out now. Both these guys cannot be here next year. I agree. I agree. They cannot be here next year because we saw that Jalen Hurts has somewhat potential. So if you have both these guys and one of these guys are on the bench, if it's Carson Wentz being on the bench with that cap, oh, that would that would that would be a major cause of concern. I'm but sorry. If you, all I'm gonna say is this, and then I want to hear Zach's take on the quarterback situation. Yeah. But but if you're gonna go with Wentz, you have to make sure you have a a really really good established O line. If you go with Jalen Hurts, your O line doesn't have to be fantastic because he's mobile. So when you make a decision like this, Carson Wentz, let's be honest, Jalen Hurts is so much mobile than, than Carson Wentz. And in this league, you need mobility. But if you're going to go with Carson Wentz, not only do you have to get him weapons, not Greg Ward and Travis Fulgham and all this fucking shit, you need to establish an offensive line in front of him. You get Brandon Brooks back, you get Lane Johnson back, okay. Left tackle, is it Malata? Is it, is it uh, Dillard? Is, is Jason Kelsey going to come back or whatever? But you need weapons around him. But if it's Jalen Hurts, you could be a little less with the offensive line because of his mobility. But it's a lot of tough decisions ahead. All right, Zach? I think the worst thing to happen to this team is the fact that Mike, Mike Kafka is going to start getting calls to be a head coach instead of an offensive coordinator. He might just jump the whole ship. And Mike Kafka was one of the guys going into this offseason that I was really going to look forward to as a potential offensive coordinator because I've been saying this, I've been beating a drum since week one that we have too many chefs in the kitchen and not enough line cooks. And that's exactly what this offense looks like. It's vanilla. Um, it looks like we smushed a bunch of different offensive systems together into one. 
we have no identity. Are we running the ball? Are we not running the ball? Are we throwing deep passes? Are we not throwing deep passes? The whole offensive system looks like it's gone to shit. I like Doug Peterson. I want to give him another chance, but I want him to have a go-to offensive coordinator, not even just the way that he had Frank Reich. Frank Reich is a smart guy, a great offensive mind, but the simple fact of having a guy he can sit in the room with one-on-one, come up with a game plan, and go forward with that game plan, not 15 different people to come up with one game plan because when you got 15 different people, it doesn't work out that well. So I would like to see Doug Peterson with one go-to offensive coordinator. Um, For me, I'm not going to decide whether it's going to be Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts. That's for them in the offseason. Do they want to build around Jalen Hurts? Do they want to build around Carson Wentz? That's a decision that they're most likely going to have to make before June 1st because if they trade Carson Wentz before June 1st, his cap hit on this team actually goes from $34 million to $33 million. If they release him, it's a cap hit of over $59 million. So they're going to have to figure it out and figure it out relatively quick. Yeah, we have a $5 super chat from Danny Luckenheimer. Rough season. Glad it's over. Time to rebuild. What do you think happens in the offseason? Will Wentz get traded? Does Doug leave? Um, I'm not going to say Doug leaves. I'm saying Doug gets fired. And, you know, last week I would have said that it's more realistic that Wentz actually does get traded and they take the cap hit. But after this game today, I'm going to say maybe not so much, you know, because after this game, you're, you're in a high-pressured situation. And like I said before, you know, everything that I had a nightmare about Jalen Hurts leading this team happened. You know, he just – he didn't get it done in crunch time. And you have to look at Wentz, which player will have more success in the NFL. So, Danny, thank you for the five bucks. And uh, to be honest with you, to answer you, I have no idea. I, I, I don't. Time, you know? to, time to rebuild. I'm sorry. Time to rebuild. I've been saying this. But what do you think happens this offseason will Wentz get traded? I honestly believe I, – I, I don't know. Like you said, I don't know. Time to rebuild? Absolutely. Does Doug leave? No. The only way he leaves is if he's fired. And, 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 and like I said, listen, I think he's an average coach at best who got lucky to win the Super Bowl. I think players like to play with him. But I'm saying as a, as a, as a coach who needs to scheme up an offense to put your players in the best position to win, I think he is awful. I think his decision-making is awful. I think his situational play calling is awful. I think he goes forward on fourth down way too much. And when you do go forward on fourth down – there is very, like Zach said, very, very vanilla. And, that, and that's with Hurts and that's with Wentz. They have tough, tough decisions to make. I think Howie Roseman comes back, unfortunately. I think Doug Peterson comes back, unfortunately. Jim Schwartz, unless he leaves, I don't know. But at the same time, it, it, like I said, it's just way too many tough decisions. Quarterback, the coach, defensive coordinator, players. It's like one of the... Like best off seasons to get like excited to see what's gonna happen, but I have no answers. And I and at quarterback is a question mark. I have no idea. And I just highlighted this comment because it's interesting. Bring in Urban Meyer. All right, this is something I'm gonna say right away. No, Urban Meyer, um, he quits after at least three to four years with every university he's been with throughout his college career, uh, head coaching career. Urban Meyer also has severe health issues. All right, so if you bring in if you bring in Urban Meyer, he's gonna. I, I'm telling you right now, the first 15 weeks of the season, you might see him holding his chest for something. And I'm not I'm not making a joke out of that. That's just who he is. He can't take the stress anymore. And at the NFL level, do you think he's gonna be able to take the stress at the NFL level when he couldn't take it in college? The guy will die. 
You know, so Urban Meyer, you, you got to cross him out immediately because he has extreme health issues. Yeah, but he, they, they, I, I don't know him, you know, I don't watch college, but I heard yeah. that he's the type of guy like Andy Reid. He wants full control. You're not getting full control in Philly. No. So you scratch him out already. He, there, there's no way. Doug Peterson's coming back. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're, it's a pipe dream for me. I want Doug Peterson gone because it's just, it's bland. I've seen too many bland offenses with him besides 2017. And and I'm just tired of it. I'm just tired of the play, the situational play calls. I'm tired of getting text messages from everyone, my neighbor, uh, Twitter, or this, or text messages. Fourth and fifteen, you're at the thirty-five yard line, and you're and you're going for it. Like it's just stupidity. It's dumb. It's obnoxious. I understand you want to try to win, but it's unnecessary. And I just think he's 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 lost it. He's lost his his mind. Yeah, and you know, he did help us win the Super Bowl. He was our head coach during the time. Uh, but if we need new blood, we need new blood. And I don't know if what the, the candidates would be. I'm not going with Deuce Staley. I'm sorry. No, I, me neither. Yeah, I, I just don't think he's ready. I think he'll be a good head coach down the road. I'm just not going with him right now. You want to put him as an offensive coordinator to try? Hey, I'm all for it because it can't get any worse than what we're seeing now. But as a head coach, no. No, absolutely not. And I, I wouldn't hire from within either. I'd go outside, you know, to bring a new perspective to the team. You know, so I don't know what happened to Zach. I think he went away. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just a very devastating way to, to end the season. It Listen, truly- it's bittersweet. I know you're hurt. I'm hurt because we hate Dallas and whatever. But let me tell you something. What I want, and you know where I'm going with this, what I want, I want the Eagles to, to beat Washington and give hope. And I want the Giants to win the division. I hope and pray that the New York Giants win the division so you can see their idiotic fran- fans celebrate at, what is it, 6 and 9? Yeah. Uh, 6 and 10, whatever it is, 6 and 9, 7 and 9, whatever it is. Let them rejoice. Let them get a harder schedule next year, a worse, a worse pick. I would sign right now in blood that the New York Giants win the division. That's why I want to win the division. Who do I think is going to win the division? Washington, because Alex Smith is going to play next week. They'll beat us. We got no corners. We got nobody. And then they win, and we end up fucking um, Dallas and, and the Giants anyway. So, yeah, Exactly. And it's funny because these Giants fans have been making fun of this whole year. The Giants are nowhere near done their rebuild. That's terrible. All. You and I both know this. They're not even done. Daniel so, yeah, Jones is terrible. I would love for the Giants to win the division. I, I truly agree. would because their fans are so obnoxious. They don't know what they're talking about. And when they're not in a position to be any good and they're saying, though, we could go on a Super Bowl run if we get into the playoffs – that just goes to show you what a losing franchise does to you. You know, <laughs> they're delusional. They're super delusional. And you know, I would love to see the Giants in the playoffs so they could get both. I agree. Maybe, I want to maybe, see Daniel Jones be maybe, maybe even win a game so they could even have even have a worse pick. You know, so win a game in the playoffs and then get boat raced by someone like the Saints. I would love to see that. Listen, you know? pe- people don't know you. I know you trolled. You say, "Oh, don't let us get as hot in the playoffs." I see your tweets. You do it to get on the people's skin, but you know, and I've been saying it. I've been telling you. Don't want to make the playoffs. This is a disgrace. Any, any, every team in this division is a disgrace because whoever wins is going to have a losing record. You do not belong in the playoffs, and because of the, because of the rules of the NFL, you get in there. It is a travesty. It's like the Seattle Seahawks when they got in at what seven to nine a couple of years ago, or whatever. Yeah. Okay, it's an and they and they host the playoff game. It is abysmal. But like I said, my pick would be the New York Giants. So it fucks up everything that they have, and 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 nothing will. Uh, make me happier than seeing the Giants make the playoffs and fucking lose. Yeah, me too. Well, we have the Washington football team next week, and uh, you know the game doesn't mean anything. I mean, I personally, I want us. I'm not gonna say I want us to lose, but I'd feel better if we did lose. If that makes any sense. Absolutely. You know, I feel a lot better, and uh, we we obviously need elite talent. 
But uh, with that said, I, unfortunately, Zach's battery probably died. No, he's back in. So thank God before we end. So, Zach, before we end this stream, yeah. I, want to, I want to bring you back in to get your final thoughts and opinion on the Philadelphia Eagles season and uh, where you see it going within the next couple of years. Um, I think the best thing we can hope for is to retool, get healthy, and pick a quarterback, whether it's Carson or Jalen, and move forward with one of those guys and actually build around them. Just because you invest in a quarterback money-wise, you have to invest in the team as well. You can't just expect a quarterback to cover all of your miscues. You know? And Jalen did a great job with that through two and a half games, but obviously at the end of the day, your flaws are going to shine through no matter how great your quarterback is. It's not like we have Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers. We have Carson Wentz or Jalen Hurts. So at the end of the day, we need to build a team around them, invest in the quarterback, but invest in the team around the quarterback as well. The memes are already starting. Carson Wentz watching Jalen Hurts. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. The face. Yeah, they're already started. So, uh, yeah, it's been a fun season, guys. We have one more game to get through as a group. Uh, Zomp will not be on the shows throughout the, the year because, obviously, he likes one Philly team, and it's going to be disappointing. It's going to be sad because, you know, Zomp brings so much energy energy to the show, and we're going to miss him. But he will be on. He'll be a recurring guest throughout the year. And uh, I want to thank. The, I want to take this time to thank Zomp for joining us for the post game shows throughout the year. It's been a blessing, and um, yeah. And hopefully you guys enjoyed the show this year. I know we have one more show week left. We're gonna bring fire. Uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed the show. And with that, if you guys like the show, hit that thumbs up button, subscribe to the channel, like the Facebook page. And Zach and I will be back on Thursday. And as a group, we'll be back for season finale next week, week seventeen against the Washington Football Team. And uh, I think Zach has something to say before we go. All right. Go to iTunes, subscribe, and make sure you like it. Give it a five-star rating because some jackass that doesn't like Kyle on a personal level decided to get up in there and try to ruin our rating. It's slowly been working its way back up. So please, if you guys like the channel, go to iTunes, subscribe, and give it a five-star rating because we try to keep it entertaining. We try to keep it informational, and we try to keep it down to earth. We're just a couple of dudes that want to talk sports with all of you, and we appreciate all the support. Absolutely, guys. And I'm, I'm not going to try to get teary-eyed because that's not what I do. Uh, but, yeah, honestly, I hope you guys enjoyed the content this year. It's been phenomenal. And, uh, yeah, we didn't get what we wanted. We didn't go to the playoffs. But you know what? We won a Super Bowl three years ago. Hang your head on that for a while. Hopefully not too much longer. But uh, we still have that. You can't take that away from us. With, sure. that, with that said, fly goes fly till we die. Happy New Year, guys, and thank you for that, Kyle, by the way. That was very nice. No touched, problem. Touched my heart. Thank you. And uh, Zach, you know I love you, buddy. Stay safe, and Happy New Year. Love you, too. Happy New All Year. Right, brother. All Take right, care, happy, guys. Happy New Year, guys. See you guys later. Peace. See you. Have you been to Express lately? People can't get enough of their clothes. They're like insta-confidence boosters. The jeans come in a temp-control fabric that keeps you comfortable no matter the weather. And the T-shirts, hands down, they'll feel like they're made of the softest fabric you've ever worn. And get this, the suits have stretch and look sharp. Like, what? How do they do that? Everyone's raving about the newest looks from Express. Just check out the five-star reviews. See for yourself and shop the latest at Express.com and in stores. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. 
Now you can use your Contour Voice Remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox Voice Remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com thisishome today.